Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Businesses that have been around for a while will have seen a staggering amount of change in technology, economic conditions, perhaps even to client or customer demographics. A business can't exist without change, as the world around it changes, says Adam Bennett, former CIO of National Australia Bank and former CEO of the New South Wales Land Registry Services. A career spent at the top echelons of major companies, Adam has seen firsthand how these businesses have been able to manage change. His new book explains how businesses of all sizes can transform. It's called Great Change, the way to get the big strategy done. Adam begins by explaining to Chris Ashmore just one reason a business should be open to change. Imagine if a customer said to a business, could you just change your product or give me an additional product or give me a new thing. And that business said to the customer, no, I'm sorry, that's not how we do things around here. They'd very quickly go out of business because that customer would naturally go somewhere else. And that's what happens essentially when groups of customers, what we call markets, use their preferences to choose or not choose businesses. So I think all businesses really need to be focused on change understanding what's going on in the world, understanding what that means for their customers and making sure they're always relevant. No business I've ever seen would really get away with having as its mantra, you know, we're going well enough. There is something about really wanting to be better, continually improving, continually serving your customers that is a rallying cry for employees and I think is really essential in a changing environment. Why do businesses find it hard to change? I think they can find it difficult for a number of reasons. One is being aware of change It means you're continually scanning the external environment. And that can be tricky when people are busy and they're, they're doing what they do. It's very easy to lose sight of what's going on in the broader marketplace and not really have sensitive antenna as to what is happening either in your industry or in other industries which could end up enveloping your industry. So I think that's very tricky, but I think mainly there's two other points. One is there's corporate elements that make it very difficult for businesses to change, and that could be how they they manage their budgets, their capital budgets and investment slate, their scorecard, their culture, how they move talent. There's a range of corporate factors that can really embed the status quo and make it very difficult to change. But I think the most important difficulty is actually corporate personalities, in all large organisations, there's, there's inevitably going to be a group of people who resist change and probably do that for reasons that make sense to them. And that might be, you know, they might lose from the coming change in terms of the power, prestige or their, their business empire within the company. They might be traditionalists who can't imagine their industry working any other way. They might be autocrats who just want to tell everyone what to do, or they might be someone who just wants to kind of push all of this into the long grass because they're, they're looking at you know retiring in a year or two and they just don't want the grief. Like there's a range of different personalities that can really affect whether a company grabs hold of change and then gets on with it. Mm. So how do um, business owners, how do they change? How do they uh, look to move ahead? 
Yeah, well, I think there's three things that I would say are necessary for any transformation. Number one is, as I mentioned, sensitivity to what's going on in the world. And there's a lot happening at the moment, and there always is, but we're, we're seeing things like climate change, artificial intelligence, geopolitical pressures, and all the normal industry pressures and technology change pressures are all playing out. So I think number one is people have to be very sensitive to what is going on in the world. Number two is they then have to craft a corporate strategy. What are they going to do about those forces? You know, what is their goals? What is their objectives? What are they actually wanting to do in response to that disruption or that pressure? And typically those two things are more straightforward. The third thing then is how do you actually execute and implement to get change done? And that's where I think a lot of organizations can find it more challenging. At how do you actually take people on a journey and affect real and lasting change in an organization? Is it uh, important then to get perhaps somebody outside the business to help direct that change? Businesses that respond to change well and implement change well, I think, draw on a couple of sources. One, there's no substitute for the leader of the organization actually committing and getting involved in the transformational effort. And not only getting involved, being seen to be involved. Uh, So they have to really lead it from the front. I think when they do do that, the talented people within that organization will also gravitate towards that transformation program and want to get involved. And they will typically be the people with the right temperament and the right ambition for the organization for it to continue to be successful. But they may not have the all of the skills they require to implement change, recognizing that managing BAU and transformation are two very different things. So I think companies can do well to augment their internal teams with external specialists who can bring the right skills. But I wouldn't say that external people are a substitute for really the the insiders of the business getting involved and actually driving and leading the change. Having goals and relevant KPIs, are they crucial to change? Yeah, look, I think having the right KPIs is really crucial. And they're, they're different KPIs to perhaps you would use to running your business. So when I think about KPIs from a transformation perspective, I would think about what are some of the KPIs that will measure what is happening in your industry and in the outside world? And that could be degree of digitization of your competitors or how they're delivering products, the services they're providing, what is happening in the growth rates in your industry of various things. So there should be a set of KPIs that you're monitoring outside your organization that gives you intelligence on what's happening in the world. And then the second set of KPIs are those that you want to set that relate to your strategy and can really measure the from to story that you're looking to achieve. So it might be, again, internally, the degree of digitization that you have internally. So that might be a number now, might be 10% of all your transactions are delivered digitally and your goal might be 100%. So right there, you have a, a measure that you can track to give you a sense of where are you on that journey to delivering what your ultimate goal is. Do you have an example of a company that's been obvious that they've developed and succeeded through that change? Companies that are are several decades old typically have demonstrated an an ability to ride the waves of change. And that might have been technological change, that might have been social and economic and geopolitical change. So any company that's over 100 years old obviously must be doing something right in terms of having 
survived and thrived throughout all of those changes. Because if you think of just the last kind of 30 years, we've had you know, the fall of the Berlin Wall, we've had the dot-com boom, we've had the GFC, we've had COVID. So we've had all of these external pressures that have impacted companies. And if you go further back, there's even more. So I think there are a number of companies that have, have done really well, but it's no guarantee they will be here in the future. And if I guess I would use an example of something like General Electric in the US, which was founded, I think, in about 1892. And when Jack Welch handed that over in 2001, it was well revered as the most successful and admired company in America and probably the most valuable. And now here we are 20 years later, and GE essentially has failed to exist. It's gone. So it's been broken up, its parts have been sold off, and the GE that lasted all of those decades successfully adapting to change hasn't made it. And so it's a pretty sobering lesson that just because you've been successful in the past doesn't mean you're going to be successful into the future. So you have to remain aware of what's going on in your your industry and in the world, be ready to craft a cogent strategy to address that. And most importantly, you have to be ready to implement and change the organization to make it successful through time. That was Adam Bennett, Principal at Great Change Consulting. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z. ARS.com.au